Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Today is Saturday, September 26, 2020. On this day in 1985, Robert Burdella Jr., a.k.a. the Kansas City Butcher, brutally abused and murdered his fourth victim, James Ferris. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the torture and murder of 25-year-old James Ferris. Let's go back to a dingy Kansas City bar on September 26, 1985. James Ferris tapped his foot anxiously against the bar stool, nursing a beer. He hoped his friend would arrive soon. He didn't have the money to pay for the drink on his own. Just as he was considering giving up and slipping out the back door, he felt a large, rough hand on the back of his neck. He turned to see 36-year-old Robert Burdella, a large man with a thick mustache, standing beside him. James smiled and motioned to the stool next to him. Burdella sat down and ordered a drink. The two of them spent the next few minutes catching up. They didn't know each other too well, but that only made James more eager to talk. He'd alienated nearly everyone else in his life, including his wife, Bonnie, because of his drug addiction. In fact, Burdella was probably the only person in Missouri that would have taken his call. James was at the end of his rope. He didn't have anywhere to sleep that night. When Burdella agreed to let him stay over, James nearly broke down in tears. He started to thank his friend, but Burdella wouldn't hear it. They'd get even somehow. After they finished their drinks, James went back to Burdella's house for dinner. Something about his food tasted wrong. It was chalky and medicinal, but James didn't say anything. After all that Burdella had done for him, the least he could do was eat some cruddy food. But all too quickly, James realized his mistake. He suddenly felt lightheaded. He tried to stand but couldn't. His vision went black at the edges, and Burdella had to help him lay down on the floor. James tried to say something but slurred his words. The last thing he saw was Burdella standing over him, smirking like a maniac. James knew then that he'd been drugged. After James closed his eyes, Burdella waited a few minutes before making his next move. He wasn't one to take any chances. Eventually, he got out his tools. First, Burdella poked James's foot with a needle to make sure he wouldn't suddenly come to. 
When he was satisfied that James was unconscious, Birdella dragged him to his bed and tied him down. What followed was a sadistic campaign of unimaginable torture. Birdella injected James with a series of unknown drugs while he was unconscious, took naked pictures of his body, then raped him. Afterward, he brutally beat James and administered excruciating electric shocks to his chest and genitals for hours. Birdella recorded exactly what he did on a stenographer's pad, keeping detailed notes of every single twisted act James was forced to endure. He often wrote in shorthand, using a personal code which designated everything from his victim's body position to the places where Burdella stabbed or injected him. Over time, James became delirious and weak from the pain. He was largely unresponsive as Burdella continued to mock, threaten, and brutalize him. After 27 straight hours of torture, Burdella wrote that his victim could no longer sit up on his own for longer than 15 seconds. Soon afterward, James died of asphyxiation. Burdella was satisfied for now. Coming up, Burdella makes a mistake and finally faces justice. Hey listeners, I want to take a quick moment to introduce you to the newest ParCast original on the block. It's called Incredible Feats, and it's a short weekday show hosted by comedian Dan Cummins. Every weekday, Dan shares a true account of physical strength, mental focus, or genuine bizarre behavior, going behind the scenes and into the achievements of world-class athletes like Dean Carnassus, who once ran for nearly 81 hours without stopping, and performance artists like Lucky Diamond Rich, who boasts layers of tattoos in the most unlikely places, and even everyday people thrown into extraordinary circumstances, like Juliana Kopka, who was forced to survive alone in a rainforest for 11 days. Incredible Feats is offbeat entertainment that's sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, and always surprising. New episodes air daily, Monday through Friday. Search Incredible Feats and follow free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the story. On September 26, 1985, 36-year-old Robert Burdella drugged, tortured, and raped James Ferris at his home in Kansas City, Missouri. After enduring 27 hours of unfathomable brutality, 25-year-old James died in Burdella's basement. After he was sure his victim was dead, Burdella drained James's body of blood, then used a chainsaw to dismember the corpse. After wrapping the pieces in newspaper and trash bags, he put the body parts out for the neighborhood garbage collection. By that time, killing was a matter of routine for him. James was Burdella's fourth victim, and with each one, his torture became more horrific. He had an endless appetite for sadism, but was also capable of extreme patience. He waited nearly a year before seeking out his next target. On June 17, 1986, Burdella abducted Todd Stoops, a sex worker who struggled with drug addiction. 
Berdella invited Stoops over with the promise of drug money, then incapacitated him and tied him up. Stoops suffered nearly two weeks of torture in Berdella's basement, enduring electric shocks to his eyelids, savage beatings, and repeated sexual assaults. He finally passed away on July 1st. Berdella purposely targeted men on the outskirts of society, who he knew would be less likely to be missed. He went after the most vulnerable people he could find, and was thus relatively confident that police hadn't noticed a serial killer in Kansas City. He was careful, not impulsive. He'd only strike when he found the next ideal opportunity. It came on June 23, 1987. Burdella, now 38 years old, subjected 20-year-old Larry Wayne Pearson to the worst torture of all, keeping him tied up in his basement for over six weeks straight. During that time, Pearson's psyche deteriorated as he became increasingly hopeless and desperate to escape. At one point, while Burdella was raping him, Pearson fought back, biting Burdella's genitals as hard as he could. In retaliation, Burdella killed Pearson before driving to the emergency room for medical care. But even sustaining such a severe wound didn't prevent Burdella from seeking out another victim. Nothing could curb his sadistic desire. So on March 29, 1988, he kidnapped sex worker Christopher Bryson, his seventh victim. Bryson was beaten and tortured like all of the others. Burdella injected Drano and other caustic chemicals directly into his vocal cords to prevent him from screaming. He also swabbed Bryson's eyes with ammonia, trying to blind him. For some reason, Burdella considered Bryson more trustworthy than his other captives. After a few days, he moved Bryson from the basement to the second floor of his home. He agreed to adjust the knots that bound his hands. These changes gave Bryson the confidence to attempt an escape. After two days of torture, Burdella left him alone in the house, tied to his bed and wearing only a dog collar. As soon as Bryson heard the car pull out of the driveway, he started looking for a way out. He was tied tightly, but Berdella had left a book of matches just barely within his reach. After straining against the ropes, Bryson was able to grab the matches and carefully pull one out. With some careful maneuvering, Bryson struck the match and tried to burn through the bindings on his hands. After several tries, at last, Bryson was freed. He staggered to the second floor window. He was weak from days of torment, and his voice was shot from the chemicals Burdella had injected into his throat. He didn't trust himself to make it down the stairs and worried his captor could return at any minute. He had to jump. Bryson leapt from the window and fell hard onto the concrete below. He shattered a bone in his foot, but managed to stay conscious and stand up through the pain. When he spotted a meter reader down the block, he hobbled over to the man, begging for help. The meter reader alerted the police, and Robert Burdella was arrested soon afterward. On December 19, 1988, 
he was sentenced to five concurrent life sentences in prison without the possibility of parole. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories like this, check out ParCast Original Serial Killers. Today in True Crime is a ParCast Original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast Originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast Originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Terrell Wells, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hey, Parcasters, don't forget to check out the brand new Spotify original from Parcast, Incredible Feats. Join host Dan Cummins as he explores true accounts of weird, wonderful, and all-out wild achievements. New episodes premiere daily Monday through Friday. Search Incredible Feats and follow free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.